Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Russian President Vladimir Putin called the U.S. dollar's drop in dominance, quote, objective and irreversible during the recent BRICS summit in South Africa as Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa formally agreed to use local currencies instead of the U.S. dollar. It's the first shoe to drop. As demand for the dollar weakens, the buying power of the dollar also weakens. That's why Birch Gold Group is busier than ever. Investors and savers are looking to harness the power of physical gold held in a tax-sheltered IRA. Text Monica to 989-898 for your free info kit on gold. Thousands of happy customers, an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, and countless five-star reviews, you can count on Birch Gold to help you navigate transitioning an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold. As the U.S. dollar continues to receive pressure from foreign countries, digital currency, and central banks, arm yourself with information on how to protect your savings. Just text MONICA to 989-898 to claim your free info kit from Birch Gold Group right now. Hi, guys. I'm Monica Crowley, and this is the Monica Crowley Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me here on this very special holiday, Independence Day. This is your go-to for hot liberty, a safe space for all of us thought criminals, independent thinkers, and happy warriors. Don't forget to check me out on social media, Instagram at Monica Crowley underscore, and Twitter and True Social at Monica Crowley also, by email, I am at Monica Crowley Podcast at gmail.com. Again, Monica Crowley Podcast at gmail.com. Send me a note. Let me know what's on your mind. I love hearing from you guys. All right. Well, welcome to July. Can you believe it? And how fitting that the first Monica Crowley Podcast of the month falls on July 4th, Independence Day. Always happy to have you with me, especially today. Later in the week, we're going to talk with our good friend, Carrie Lake. She's got a brand new memoir out. She is still fighting in the courts for election integrity, and she may run for the Senate from Arizona, or maybe, maybe vice president. Who knows? We're going to find out. She's going to be with us here on Thursday. Later in the month, We are going to have big, important conversations about China, about the World Economic Forum and the Great Reset, about the terrifying movement toward a central bank digital currency here in the U.S. and across the West, and what it means for you. You can kiss your economic freedom goodbye. And we're also going to talk about America's very dangerous moment, 
with former communist radical, the one and only David Horowitz. That's all coming up here on the Monica Crowley podcast this month. So we've got a super hot July coming up for you. Okay, today we also have a very special show for you. In just a few minutes, we are going to be joined by the great actor Jim Caviezel, who played Jesus Christ in Mel Gibson's The Passion of the Christ. And now he's starring in an extraordinary new film opening today, today, July 4th, called Sound of Freedom, about the singular evil, the singular horror of child trafficking. This film is based on a true story. He plays Tim Ballard, who is an actual DHS, Department of Homeland Security agent, who has saved hundreds of children from child trafficking around the world. This film, Sound of Freedom, it's based on a true story, and it is absolutely riveting. Jim Caviezel is going to be here in just a couple of minutes to tell us all about it, so sit tight for that. But first, the Monica Memo. We spend a lot of time focused on the U.S. Constitution for obvious reasons. It's the law of the land, it's an absolutely beautiful treatise, and it's the greatest governing document in the history of the world. It's also under constant leftist assault. The left keeps trying to dilute it and rip it to shreds. Only we stand in their way. But while our focus is understandably on the Constitution, because obviously without it, we slide fast into overt tyranny. We're in a soft tyranny now, but without the Constitution, we will go very fast into a hard tyranny. We've often lost sight of another document in all of our conversations about the Constitution. But that other document is what set the stage for the Constitution and for our country. And it's actually a more beautiful, lyrical document written by Thomas Jefferson, the Declaration of Independence, which is what we celebrate today. 247 years ago today, 56 brave and free men stood up against the superpower of their time, Great Britain, and its corrupt, tyrannical government, and they signed the Declaration of Independence, severing ties from its rule. And because of their courage to stand up to the corruption, lies, and oppression that they were experiencing, if that sounds familiar, we're going through a similar thing today, but because of their courage, 13 colonies became the United States of America. It obviously wasn't easy. We fought a revolutionary war for this, for this tremendous gift from God and from the founding fathers. But when you really think about this, this was a David versus Goliath kind of revolution. Great Britain was a global powerhouse with a blue water navy, well-trained and equipped army in their snazzy red coats. They were disciplined and focused on putting down the rebellious young Americans and preserving their empire. On the other side, us, a ragtag band of random Americans, country lawyers, cobblers, ironsmiths, teachers, 
poorly trained and equipped, no uniforms. But these young Americans had two things that the British, with all of their weapons and in all of their finery, did not. Those young Americans had a passion for independence, for self-government, for freedom. And they had another thing that was absolutely indispensable. They had the hand of God. God did not intend for men to be unfree. He intended for men to live free. Freedom is a gift from him. Freedom is a gift from God. And so this greatest experiment in human freedom began by the hand of God. And he instilled in these young Americans this tremendous ambition to go up against the world's greatest superpower at the time and defeat them with muskets when the British had cannons, no uniforms, freezing in the wintertime. And God also blessed this country with an exceptional generation. The founding fathers are a genius cluster. Every once in a while through history, you get a genius cluster, right? And I think somebody wrote an incredible book about this, talking about the cluster of classical musicians and composers like Beethoven and Mozart. They all clustered together in history. It's known as a genius cluster. The founding fathers were such a genius cluster. That did not just happen. That is hand of God. And perhaps the greatest of them all, and I know it's widely debated, that's why I say perhaps, but perhaps the greatest of them all, George Washington, military general, who then became our first president and voluntarily gave up power to set the example that we would not deteriorate into another monarchy with an endless king in that position, that we would not deteriorate, slide back into tyranny. He set the model for that. And while the model for tyranny at the time was a monarchy, now the tyranny that we are experiencing and really have for the last hundred years is the tyranny of communism, Marxism, the radical left, which, of course, Washington and the founders could never have conceived of. But they built us this beautiful, durable, strong system to guard against a slide into any kind of tyranny. And it all began with the Declaration of Independence. But when you take a step back and you consider those two things that the British, with all of their power, did not have, which is a love of self-government and human freedom and the hand of God, well, from that perspective, the British never stood a chance. But of course, young Americans had no way of knowing that at the time, just like, we don't know. But remember, the country was under the hand of God. The founders were not all religious men. Some of them were, some of them weren't. There was a battle of whether the new America should be Um, a a Christian nation, and there were some founders that argued for it and others like Jefferson that argued against it, but they had a strong debate about it. Some of them believed in God, some of them did not. 
But what they did understand was that human freedom is a gift from God, and they wanted to preserve that. They wanted to make sure that Americans of all generations had that blessing. And so they fought a war and sacrificed thousands and thousands of their own to win that war against tyranny. And it all started with this Declaration of Independence, which ultimately then led to the most dynamic, extraordinary governing document in the history of the world, our Constitution, which the left is spending morning, noon, and night trying to rip to shreds. The Declaration of Independence declares that all people have certain inalienable rights, including life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that all men are created equal, and that individuals have a civic duty to defend these rights for themselves and for others. No man, entity, or government can take that away from the citizens of this country. And if anyone should try to take this away from us, as they have and as they continue to try to do, well, they will be met in the fight. We have faced a lot of existential fights. But this one is perhaps the most dangerous because it is internal. This attack on us, our Constitution, the Declaration, all of our foundational principles, this is an inside job. For decades now, we have seen our leaders blow up our Constitution, blow up the Declaration of Independence, completely disregard it. And now we have a president, air quotes, in the White House, whose crackhead criminal son literally helped his old man sell out America to line their pockets. And they are protected by a propaganda press and they are protected by a corrupt big tech, and they are protected by a corrupt Department of Justice, IRS, and FBI who continue to cover for them. In 2021, that same president, air quotes, told people who refused to take an experimental shot that they would most likely die and gave the okay to businesses and schools to not allow anybody an education or a job if they didn't receive that experimental shot. All of that during the COVID era was a clear violation of our constitutional rights. And yet, so many of us just caved, right? We just complied. Instead of fighting back against this blatant oppression by our government, that was a tyrannical era We are still in it in a different form. That COVID era was a test run to see how many of us and so how easily we would comply with this government ripping away our rights. And those same people ridiculed those of us who stood our ground, protested, refused the experimental shot, stood for bodily uh, freedom, medical freedom, and fought all the way to the Supreme Court in a lot of these cases. And you know what? We won. We won against this kind of tyrannical overreach. There's still some hope in the courts. There was a poll conducted in 2022. It was commissioned by Lawsuit.org. You can find it. And it found a couple of really disturbing things, guys. It found that one in three Americans cannot spell the word independence. 
How are you going to celebrate Independence Day and everything it stands for and represents if you can't spell the word? The survey also found that two in three young adults in Generation Z don't know who America declared its independence from. They don't know that it was Great Britain. What's even scarier is that one in three Gen Zers think July 4th celebrates America's independence from the Native Americans. Less than 58% of all respondents correctly answered that America gained its freedom from Great Britain. I mean, that is a pathetic number, guys. Nearly 8% said Europe. Over 8% said South America. And more than 12% chose none of the above. Maybe these people think Will Smith is one of the founding fathers since he starred in the movie Independence Day. That's about all they know of Independence Day is that Will Smith movie. This points to a disgusting failure of our educational system, which has been completely co-opted by the left. These kids have been indoctrinated. They're not learning basic American history or reading, writing, and arithmetic, but they are learning about the climate hoax. Could today's ignorant citizens be the reason why so many political figures are getting away with the corruption and censorship and spying and and everything else that we are subjected to today? Their lack of knowledge about our basic history, the Constitution, and why the Declaration of Independence was created in the first place, is that one of the big reasons why we're here? Well, probably. If they don't know our extraordinary history, if they don't know about the Constitution and Declaration of Independence, if they don't know about our fundamental rights and freedoms, they can't care. Or maybe the more sinister explanation, they know all of these things and they simply don't care. And worse, they know about all these things, they don't care, and they're at war with them. That's a much more difficult issue. And it's going to require all of us to step up and fight for this exceptional country, just like the signers of the Declaration did. Ben Franklin once answered a woman who asked him what kind of government they gave us. His reply, a republic, if you can keep it. If you can keep it. If it doesn't slide toward tyranny. Exactly. Exactly, guys. Let's go. In a moment, we're going to be joined by the actor Jim Caviezel, whose brand new movie, Sound of Freedom, is such an important movie. It opens today. So go get your tickets. Go support this film. We talk a lot on this show about changing the culture. And I always cite our late great friend, Andrew Breitbart, who often said that politics were so focused on politics as we should be, but politics is downstream from culture. Okay. So in order to change the country, you have to change the culture. And that means supporting with your dollars and your eyeballs movies like Sound of Freedom. When we come back, we're going to be joined by Jim Caviezel to talk about this film 
and it's important message. It's absolutely riveting too. It's, it's so entertaining. You're going to love this movie. We're coming right back. As central banks in countries like China, India, and Australia begin transitioning to a digital currency, the Federal Reserve has been contemplating the same for the U.S. With a digital currency, the government could track every single purchase you make. Officials could even prohibit you from purchasing certain products or even easily freeze or seize part or all of your money. These are some of the reasons concerned Americans are reaching out to Birch Gold Group. They want to have a physical asset that's independent from the U.S. dollar. Gold held tax-sheltered in a retirement account. Learn if gold is right for you too. Text Monica to 989-898 and they will send you a free info kit on gold. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers, and countless five-star reviews, Birch Gold has been helping my listeners from the very beginning. Text MONICA to 989-898 and claim your free info kit on gold because if a central bank digital currency becomes reality, it'll be very nice to have some gold to depend on. This is one of the most important conversations you will hear. And since we all care about protecting innocent children from evil, and yes, evil is real, and we are in a spiritual war, as we talk about on this show all the time, since we all care about protecting children, which is a moral imperative, we must support those who are doing the hard work of actually protecting children and raising awareness of the abuse and exploitation of children going on here in the United States and around the world. A brand new film is opening in theaters on July 4th that takes on this issue in a way that has never been done before. It's called Sound of Freedom, and it's a thriller based on this incredible true story of a former government agent turned freedom fighter, his name is Tim Ballard, who goes on this very dangerous mission to rescue dozens of children from human trafficking. Joining us here, because he is the star of this film, as he has been the star of so many other films, is the extraordinary actor, Jim Caviezel. Jim is, of course, perhaps most famous for his role as Jesus Christ in Mel Gibson's unbelievable movie, The Passion of the Christ. He also starred in The Thin Red Line and Frequency, among many others. Most important to Jim, though, we were talking uh, before we came on the air, most important to him is his strong Christian faith that really drives everything he does. And he is the star of this movie, and I am absolutely delighted and honored to have him with us today. Jim, welcome. Hi, Monica. Hi. It is such a pleasure to have you here, really. And I I told you uh, before we came on air, I fangirled a little bit uh, with you because I'm just such an admirer of your work in The Passion and other films, and moreover, more uh, respectful and, and um, so honored to have a man of such strong faith with me on the show. Let's talk about uh, this film. Sound of Freedom, because I wanted to have you on because I saw you with Steve Bannon on War Room a couple of weeks ago, and you blew me away with the passion that you bring to this project, 
to the issue of child exploitation and also your own faith. By the way, I just want to let everybody know you, you can find more information about this film at soundoffreedommovie.com. So talk to me a little bit about the story, uh, Tim Ballard's true life story about hunting these exploiters of children. What drew you to the story? What drew you to the script? Well, I'll start with um, um, my children, are, uh, three of them are adopted from China and adopting them, I became very well aware of the dangers that go on globally with um, children and um, what they're up against. Um, and uh, so I then at some point it was, the script came along um, that Eduardo Verostigui, the producer of Sound of Freedom, brought me and Alejandro Monteverde read it. And so you had a Homeland Security agent, former, um, who has to leave after he finds this little kid who um, says, will you save my sister? And this, they, they found him um, with one of the worst Ernst Lipachinsky was one of the worst traffickers and pedophiles I've ever seen. So it burned in his heart. And um, I kind of got the call the same way to become an actor. Um, when God reached out to me and he said, I'd like you to be an actor. And I felt great presence of love and peace that I never knew. And so a lot of the roles I have taken have been very dangerous, um, but they're current, you know, in the time that we live in. In other words, it would have been very powerful if had Schindler's List been made during um, during the time uh, that it was actually going on. But now we're, this why this film is so important because of the, it is absolutely current and, and uh, the danger that we're going to face with our own children. And so Tim goes home and he's got this fire in his heart and he tells his wife and she says, let's sell everything and go and find this little girl and he does. And Jesus talks about that, where he says, you know, the kingdom of heaven is like a pearl and you would sell. You would sell everything for that one pearl. So um, Tim Ballard goes and he risks his life to try to find this little girl. And he continues to do it. Uh, and um, it, it's, a, it's not a Marvel comic movie. Um, I recently was given a shirt and it has all these Marvel comic characters around it. It's got Superman, it's got Batman, it's got uh, Wonder Woman and Aquaman and all of them. And, and Jesus is in the middle of all of them. And he, he says, let me tell you how I saved the world. And that's the kind of man Tim Ballard is. And that's the one I wanted to play. It's just such an extraordinary real life story. And the movie is so beautifully done. I mean, it's powerful. It's moving. It's, it's horrifying in a lot of different ways because, you know, I, I have always felt, Jim, that crimes against children, especially sexual abuse of children, murder of children, any kind of crime against children, I always just assumed, and maybe it was my naivete, 
because I'm always aware that evil is real and it exists, but I always assumed that crimes against children were rare because they were so horrific. And in this moment in time, and, and the movie really does an excellent job of raising awareness about how rampant these crimes are, the trafficking, the uh, drug abuse, the prostitution of children, all of the, the murder of children, it's not rare. And that's what makes this even more horrifying. And as terrible as it is to realize and look at, we've got to be aware so that we can fight back against these forces, right? Oh, absolutely. But see, we've been, I'm going to say, anesthetized to it. I know the meaning, I'm just pronunciation is bad. Yep. No, you're right. uh, But we've been killing babies for a long time. Yep. First, first, second trimester, third trimester, partial birth abortion. Now California is going to pass a law where you can kill a baby 27 days after it's born. Mm-hmm. Now I'll ask you, how does that save the mother's life? Somehow, I guess it does. But 27 after th- days after, and then we celebrate Christmas and we celebrate Easter and we call ourselves Christians. And at the end of the whole thing, remember when Jesus separates the sheep from the goats and He's going to turn. A lot of those sheep and goats are going to be Christians. When did we see you hungry or thirsty, Lord? They will say, but when, you know, and Jesus will say, whatsoever you did to the least of these, the unborn, especially you did to me. And now the born, the difference between the whole thing is I, I had a moral obligation to tell the truth of what's really going on. The movie, you'll love it. It's an adventure film. It's a movie. It's not a documentary, but um, it takes you to the depths. It is traffic with a mega heart. Okay. Um, but I got to be with a lot of these agents and um, um, I opened my eyes to Planned Parenthood of why the body parts and all the things they use and they put them in plastic barrels and they send them out. And um and so what would you do with that? Well, we know that Victoria Newland gave some testimony and with, um, I think his name was Senator Cruz, was asking her questions. And you find out that we have, we, we, the United States have bio labs in Ukraine. That's sworn testimony. You can look it up. Mm-hmm. So these fact checkers that I know, don't trust the media fact checkers. In fact, ask those media fact checkers whether or not that they went to fact checking school, whether they have a doctorate degree or master's degree, because these guys are eyes on the town, uh, eyes on the job. They're, they know a lot more about this than uh, um, you can even imagine. It's far worse than and the world is going to be open to all of this. Um, and this is when they scream out the most. Okay. Um, we know that this uh, testimony on April 26th that I, I mentioned this on Bannon, uh, uh, the, I'm misspelling her name, but it's like Ms. Rojas, Homeland Security whistleblower. And she testified that 850,000 children have disappeared. Next day in the media, nothing, nothing. That should tell you everything of what's going on here. The difference between in the womb killing and outside the womb is in the womb, they scream. You can't hear it. On the outside, you get to hear it and it's pretty bad. And that then is a question. How far am I going to take this? I did the passion. How far am I going to take this? I've lost a lot of my career because of that movie. Um, it wasn't intended to be an evil movie. It's good, but 
But not much has changed in 2,000 years because Jesus is more controversial now than he's ever been. Now you say, you could die if you say all these things. Unlike you, I know I'm going to die someday. And I know I'm going to be alone with Jesus at some point. And hopefully it won't be a judgment. It'll be a hug. And that I get to tell him that I love him. And I love him with every part of my being because I don't deserve to be alive for the things that I've done in my past. But he offered me an opportunity. He came to me and he offered me a chance to, to do something that could be incredible. And I, I honestly tell, I've told my friend and I said, I, I'm not the right guy for this role. And he says, Jim, God doesn't always choose the best. But he chose you. What are you going to do? Tim Ballard was like that. Tim Ballard had that that heart that that was like, I'm on fire, man. I'm in. Let's do it. It wasn't easy. It wasn't easy just to get this film out. Monica, it took us. We did this in 18 and they were just slamming us every, everywhere. Ladies and gentlemen, they do not want you to see this film. Mm-hmm. So either going to listen to their narrative or you're going to listen to your heart. Don't listen to your head. Listen to your heart. You know, as I'm listening to you speak, the, the Bible is full of examples of God using imperfect people. And in fact, there's only been one perfect person to roam the earth, and that was Jesus Christ. So whether it's Moses or Noah, I mean, I, it, the list goes on and on, David. Um, God uses the imperfect, Mary Magdalene, uh, the imperfect are all over this. And the story of the Bible is, and certainly the story of Jesus Christ, is forgiveness, redemption, and resurrection. And, you know, that, that is the most powerful message on earth, right? And it comes across in this film as well. Um, yes. Your faith is such a strong part of who you are, Jim, and it's, it's God has obviously given you acting talent and then made you famous because fame is such a currency in this world. So we gave you a platform. And while you will probably never be the star of a Marvel movie, God is using you for other purposes, not secular purposes, but as you say, the sheepdog to bring more people to him. And to me, Jim, that is the greatest gift yeah. that God can bestow on anybody. Yeah. I get to play a real hero in this movie, a real man. It's not a Marvel comic. It's real. And the power behind this movie is that when you watch it, your heart starts to get on fire. Yes. You know, and I, I remember watching It's a Wonderful Life. And yeah, that's not a, there's no trafficking in that movie, but there's a part, a moral dilemma where a man's going to take his life. And, and Jimmy Stewart cries out to God. He says, God, if you're out there, please help me. And I made that call and many of us have. And Tim does that. And in the film, this imperfect man, Vampiro, asks him, when God tells you to do something, you don't hesitate because God's children are not for sale. Do we love our children more than we fear evil? Do we love Jesus more than we fear the cross? Those are, e- those are eternal questions, Jim. And, and- there is a point that we are all going to die. That's why when 
evangelicals ask me, why do you put Jesus on the cross? Jesus came off the cross. And I said, that's a great question. Because, but here, here's what happened. I've been to many places where I got to see things that were very bad. And I got this, but the worst, I think, are in the nursing homes when you get to see people die and they're alone because it's mm -hmm. a little too hard for their children to see and they don't show up. Their pain is more than the person that's suffocating to death. Where are they? And the crucifix is important at that moment because when you look on that cross, you see someone there. Many people died on crosses. St. Andrews died on a, on a, on the St. Andrews cross. If you, if you, uh, St. Andrews um, golf course, I, I thought that's an interesting shape of a cross. And I said, well, that's how Andrew died on a cross shape like that. But Jesus died on that cross and you get to look at him and he's not going to leave you. You can stare right at him in, in his eyes and he's there for you. And when you can't even speak, he's there. When everyone else leaves you, he is there. I was recently watching an interview where Stevie Wonder said at the end, we're all alone. Yes, for many. But if you cry out to God, he will be there. And you cry from your heart, not your head. And, and that's, you know, that is faith. And for a lot of people, that's it's very difficult to get there. Uh, you and I are there. And we I'm very blessed to have that gift from God. I know you are. Uh, but for a lot of people, it, it's difficult to get there. But um, I, we all pray for them that they will, because it's such a gift when you have it. And then you see with different eyes. It's really unbelievable. Um, before I let you go, Jim, you are, uh, you guys are doing, first of all, this movie, Sound of Freedom, is brought to you by Angel Studios, which is the crowdfunded studio behind the global sensation, The Chosen, which blows me away. I'm completely obsessed with The Chosen. It's so brilliant. This is the same studio, Angel Studios. And you guys are doing hashtag 2 million for 2 million. So you yeah. want to sell 2 million tickets to symbolize our commitment to the 2 million trafficked children around the world. How can people go and buy tickets for the July 4th uh, debut of this film? Uh, it's angelstudios.com. Um, Ryan, Ryan, what's our hashtag? Sound of, sound of, sorry, sound of freedom movie.com. <laughs> Write that down. <laughs> sorry. Yes. Okay. I wanted to tell you uh, that in this whole thing, we're right now, we need more, we need more uh, theaters. We're running out. Um, we're selling out, but, and we're, we're beating Disney's Indiana Jones three to one right now. Incredible. So people, are, people are listening, but here's our problem. We're running out of theaters and, and people are calling in faster than they can put them in. So we got to get more theaters and people buying tickets puts the pressure on the th theaters to go out there and the message they're going to end up finding out is that slavery is bigger now than it's ever been in the history of the world combined of all slavery right this is our children that are enslaved um it's 152 billion dollar a year business over three we're the biggest buyers of 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 uh of trafficking in the united states 300,000 children a year under the ages of 18 are being lured into the sex trade in the United States every year. So 2 million children right now are being traded right now. 32 billion buying and selling of the children, but 152 billion. So in other words, if I have a five-year-old and that child helps me and I'm a pimp procure $20,000 a day for me, that 
number is 152 billion. That's more than all sports teams in the world combined, a professional sports teams combined in the world. Uh, add all, send every 18 year old to college at Stanford for four years. That's 152 billion. Um, so we're right now running into a wall and we need you to blow that wall down. My whole point of this is that these agents that I worked with, that stuff that I've talked about are going to have such nards, such balls. They're gonna not worry about their lives anymore. They're gonna go and start testifying in front of the House and the Senate and start telling the truth. And that there'll be thousands of them. But that's what this film has the power to make you unafraid. We can't be slaves anymore. God doesn't want us to be slaves. But I'd gladly give my life. I'd gladly give my life to save these children. Thank you. Absolutely incredible. I can't overstate how important this film, and again, it's called Sound of Freedom. I can't overstate how important this movie is. It's so well done. It's absolutely riveting. It's a must see. And you know, guys, we often talk about the need to change the culture. And our late great friend Andrew Breitbart said, politics, we're all focused on politics. Politics is downstream from culture. Well, if you want to change the culture, this is it. This is how we do it. We support projects like this, like Sound of Freedom, because it's the only way to get the attention of those who control the culture, as well as try to affect policy with regard to children. We've got to signal to them that this is the kind of content we support with our dollars and our eyeballs on the screen. This is how we change the culture. So please go support Sound of Freedom when it's released in theaters on July 4th. Also go to the website soundoffreedommovie.com. You can pre-buy your tickets. And as Jim was just saying, we want to get more theaters, okay? We want to make sure that this film is seen all across the country and get as many bodies in the seats as possible. This Monica, is truly the Lord's work. Jim, yes. Final word. I would just say the, the film for your own children, this movie, we're trying to give the children their freedom, their freedom back on our independence day. Think of the power behind what that is, how positive that is for Christians out there. God didn't make you to fit in. You are born to stand out. And what that means is when you see a film like this, you're going to all, it'll open your eyes to such a degree, but it'll help you that like, say, let's say it was 4th of July and you're out there and you're helping your kids do something and you're making the food and all of a sudden you get distracted and your child is gone. Right now, you need to know the warning signs. So as a good mother or a father, you see it and you go, called you out right there, bud, get out of here. That will prevent evil. We have to protect, at the very minimum, protect our children. And a good mother and a good father do this. Thank you. Amen. Amen. And the, this movie goes so far in terms of educating people about what the real horrors are and what we can do about it. Jim Caviezel, you are a brilliant actor and a true servant of the Lord. So when you meet Jesus someday, he's going to say, well done. 
Well done. Um, I want to thank you so much for being here and for making this powerful film. Again, it's called Sound of Freedom, and the website is soundoffreedommovie.com. You can buy your tickets ahead of time. You can pay it forward and buy tickets for other people. Please go support this movie. It's so important on so many levels. God bless you, Jim. Monica, your aura is so powerful. When I first meet you in person, I'm going to give you a big hug. Oh, I can't wait, Jim. I can't wait. Let's make that soon, okay? Jesus says, who's my brother? Who's my sister? You're my sister. God bless you. Amen. Amen. God bless you, Jim. Okay, guys, that's going to do it for me on this Independence Day. Thank you so much for joining me here on this special day for America and for all of us. See you right back here on Thursday with a big conversation with another American patriot, Carrie Lake. Have a fantastic holiday with those you love. God bless you and God bless America. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.